Hi, and welcome to the Stop Chasing Skinny podcast, where every single Tuesday we interview a new guest to talk about topics to help you craft your own fit life. The title Stop Chasing Skinny comes from my own personal tagline of life begins when you stop chasing skinny. You see, I spent many years running many miles, taking many classes, and trying many diets, but none of those worked. So finally, I got down to the business of understanding what really matters. And it's not just about how much exercise you can do or how little you can eat. It's everything else that goes into it. So I created this podcast to help you so you can craft your own fit life. Every single Tuesday, you can listen to an interview with a guest. And now every Friday, you can listen to me a second time where I take questions you have sent to me and I spend about 15 minutes answering them. You can even feed your brain this nourishing brain food by listening while you're cooking, commuting, cleaning, walking the dog, or just about anything else. Because that is how we craft a fit life. So let's get on with the show. Today we have Dr. Brandy McGill. Dr. Brandy and I are in the same networking group. There's a theme here. Um, here in San Diego. And I was so excited to be able to talk to her about the naturopathic medicine that she practices. Um, you listeners have noticed that I like to invite guests that talk about naturopathic medicine. It's different uh, from what we may usually see. And it's not just treating the symptoms, which I think is super important. So welcome to the show, Dr. Brandy McGill. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is going to be so much fun. So um, can you tell us a little more about your background, um, where you're from, where you went to school, things like that, how you ended up in San Diego? Okay. Um, so I'm originally from Nashville, Tennessee, a really small town outside of Nashville. And I went to school for my bachelor's degree at the University of Tennessee and where I got my nutrition degree there. And then I went to University of Bridgeport, which is in Connecticut, which is one of the six accredited schools for naturopathic medicine. There's only six here in the United States. Um, so that's important to really, when you're going to see a doctor, to make sure it's an accredited school because you want to have the right credentials. So um, I did also got um, summa cum laude honors in nutrition there too. So I double majored. And then I came out to San Diego because I hated the cold weather, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of listeners can uh, understand that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm so excited to talk to you about um, about women's health uh, from a naturopathic doctor's perspective because that's really what you, you really specialize in. I mean, you do it all, but um, it, women's health is really your specialty. Right. So, um, so the very first question I want to ask is for the big picture here, how is female specific health tied into, um, a woman's overall health, such as energy levels, sleep, ability, to maintain healthy weight, mental health. Um, did I miss anything there? (laughs) Um, so there is a couple more things that you didn't mention, but Uh it's all really tied together. When you, um, think of hormones, it can be either the cause of the issue or it could be the effect of the issue. So something else could be causing the hormones to be in balance. Um, there's several things that can cause effect or hormones, like even our genetics, um, our gut issues. Even if you're not sleeping for a while, that can eventually cause your hormones, um, to go out of balance. Even toxins, toxins that we're exposed to, one of the biggest ones is like the phytoestrogens that everyone's probably heard of, the plastics. 
um, either microwaving them and like just drinking out of them is bad, causes extra um, estrogens that aren't good for us. Um, the liver can cause um, hormone imbalances. So if something goes, um, if you're not detoxifying those hormones out, then that can cause an imbalance of hormones. And of course, our adrenals can also affect our hormones. Wow. <laughs> so everything's connected yes, is what you're Yes, everything to say. is connected. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's that's great. That's the um that's the first time I really heard it uh, explained like that. And you know, I, I do come across a lot of clients that they either have had hormonal issues or they're having hormonal issues. Um and yeah, it, it kind of does seem like it's either like the it, what is the chicken or the egg, right? Like yeah. you're not quite sure which is which. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's go ahead and, and break down uh, some of those and discuss how <clears throat> how they're connected. Um, how you see how you see these problems presenting themselves. Okay. So there are several different ways that you probably can see them present themselves. Um, so let's say the sleep. So if you're not sleeping basically and there's like if you're not having trouble going to sleep or if you're not staying asleep or if you're not if you don't feel rested in the morning there can be um, another cause of it and hormones can be affecting your sleep they can either keep you up or they can make you exhausted so it just depends on basically which hormone is out of balance Wow. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of times I think we just assume that it's it's something else. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, sleep hygiene is the first thing that we look at. Yes. And if your sleep hygiene is on point, um, you're not sleeping with the TV on, things like that, then yeah, you kind of just go, well, now what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So it could be hormones. It could be hormones. Huh. <laughs> so um, what is next? Which other problems? So... Um, a huge one now that people are probably are starting to look at more and the way modern medicine is going into is genetics. Um, so I ran a epigenetics test that tells us basically how you, um, everyone's probably heard of the MTHFR, the B12, um, uh, enzyme for the, for the converting and it, it starts there, but it's also, I run like a test that does. I want to say it's different. They just run different enzymes, and it can okay. lead us to like the actual cause of what's going on. Like I feel like it's getting to the bottom of what 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 is really going on in your body because you can't change your genetics, but you right. can change what how you process some things. So I can give you supplements to actually help get to that point, and how that connects to your basically everything is connected. Mm -hmm. So if something is going, um, if there, you do have a genetic, um, synapse is what we call them. We don't want to call them like mutations or anything because they're not mutations. Right. But, um, you just need extra support. So, um, some of them, there's one of them I run is the MAO, MAOs, which are like dopamines levels can help convert the dopamines and their norepinephrine and your noro, your norepinephrine and your epinephrine. So um, those can connect to our hormones and how we process those. So basically, it's cause and effect. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, that's awesome. And um, can you say the uh, uh, the initial um, issue again? Because honestly, yeah. before I had talked to you, I'd never heard of it. And yeah. I am going to um, – we'll put a link in here to explain a little bit, you know, like if you want to see the whole paper on yeah. it. Um, but what is – what's the name again? So um, they're calling it epigenetics. So it's our, gen- our genes basically. Our, okay. And our what's DNA. the B12 conversion issue? So it's MTHFR. Okay. Yeah. We probably can have a whole podcast just on that. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> right? Let's do that. Let's just put it on the schedule because that sounds really interesting. Um, and I think, you know, it, it's it's crazy because, you know, science, like how how it evolves, how it comes about, how mm-hmm. things are changing all the time. Yes. Um, you know, th- things that we used to not know about and now like it's it's coming to light. So it's yeah. crazy. You know, right. Like maybe in 20 <laughs> years we're going to be like, remember when that came out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, we, you know, we put, we have all of these band-aids that we put on ourselves to, um, to kind of cope with it, like over-caffeinating ourselves yes. and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so what else as far as, you know, like we said, some things present themselves like, uh, you know, this, this podcast is really focused on, um, primarily through, you know, fitness stuff. So what about like maintaining a healthy weight? What, um, how is that connected to our hormones? So as you like, if you look at our human body or the two different, a male and a female, so you can tell that a female has the estrogen is carried in our waist. And so that's what we're always fighting against, yeah. basically. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I am warring against Mariana. So um, that's how it like, can affect our weight. And then so when we have, for women who like have PMS, they can start craving certain foods too before their periods, and they can be doing great until they get, that week before, week or two before their period, and then they're all of a sudden like, I want sugar, I want sugar. And yeah. so that can be a sign of um, imbalances in your hormones too. So that can totally make weight lo- weight loss or weight gain an issue yeah. so for us. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of times I hear, you know, a lot of people just think it's willpower. Everybody thinks like, not everybody, a lot of people just automatically default to willpower. My willpower must just be awful. Um, but there are a lot of other causes yeah. um, for having weak willpower, like mm-hmm. maybe cravings. <laughs> yeah. And so our body kind of craves like what we need to. So um, balancing those hormones can help also like stop those cravings. Yeah. So that's one thing that how the hormones kind of connect to our weight too. Yeah. 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 And, and I would think too, like just the ability to maintain muscle and the ability to decrease body fat, you know, if you're in this constant state of stress and your hormones are all out of whack, I would think your body would just be like in panic mode. Yes. Like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, totally. <laughs> and that's when our adrenals come in fact with our, um, with our hormones too is like, there's three different stages of adrenal fatigue or adrenal um, exhaustion. So the three stages are alarm, um, alarm resistance, and then a complete exhaustion. So alarm is like you're basically in a you're in traffic and you're like, oh my god, oh my god, like oh my god, I can't do. It. And then you continue doing this, and then resistance is basically I got this, but you keep pushing yourself further and further. And then exhaustion is just like, I'm not going on anymore, basically. Yeah. So I can't um, get off the couch. <laughs> yeah. And so those adrenals can 
when it gets to adrenal fatigue, it starts affecting your hormones too because it just starts converting your um, all your hormones basically to the cortisol to produ- keep producing more cortisol. So. Yeah. Yeah. And so your cortisol, so this was something else that, um, that it keeps coming up. One person said, um, that her doctor said, oh, I never test for cortisol because everybody's cortisol is always high. Well, when I finally got tested, mine was like in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so if you think this is an issue, you should have an actual test done, right? Yes. Yes. And we do, I do a, um, cortisol saliva test, which is shows four different, you just basically spit in a tube four times and then you, um, so we can see it all day. So some people, your cortisol is supposed to be high in the morning Mm -hmm. and then low at night so we can sleep and rest. But, um, some people either have it high all day or they kind of go up and down or they, are completely what I call flatline, basically, of your adrenals. Yeah. So it's completely at the bottom. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's exhaustion stage. <laughs> yeah, that's where it was. Uh, and then, but so I would kind of wake up a little bit more like around 6 or 7 p.m. And I'd be like, really? Really? Yeah. <laughs> like all day I've, I've been like a zombie and now it's like in the evening and I'm awake? What's up with that? Yeah. <laughs> so your body just gets basically confused and just – it doesn't really know, like, what we're supposed to do is run from the bear and yeah. then relax and recover. And most people, and not most people, but really in this America, like the way we've made American society, we keep running from that bear. Right. <laughs> right. Or I feel like a lot of times we're sitting at the desk and like we're getting all stressed up, like like stressed out, like we should run from the bear, but we never actually get out of the seat and run from the bear. So yeah. now we're just sitting in all that stress and we're like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that's that's what I feel like sometimes. Yep, and that's when we probably hit have stressed our adrenals a little too much already. Oh, <laughs> so we yeah. want to prevent that from happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're gonna take just a really quick break. We're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about how we can uh, actually help our adrenals. Have you signed up for the ten day Jumpstart program yet? It's free. The SK Fit Life ten day Jumpstart program is ten days of emailed lessons straight in your inbox. All of my best lessons, straight to you, for free. Go to www.skfitlife.com slash free 10 day. That's F-R-E-E 10-D-A-Y. See you there and welcome back. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about. Well, actually, let's let's keep talking a little bit about how we stress those adrenals out. Um, I've covered it on other episodes, but I don't think you can cover it enough because we continue to do it, um, myself included. Um, so let's talk a little bit about some of those things. Like you know, people may see you know, oh well, I had to go through a divorce, I had to go through a move, I had to, um, I had a death in the family. You may see that as stress, a change of job, whatever. But but that's that's just the tip of the iceberg. What are some of the other things that we are doing on a regular basis to stress ourselves out that we might not realize? One of the big ones that I see is, um, of course, people not taking time to actually sleep. Yes. <laughs> and then um, harder when people do long, like push themselves with exercising too, over-exercising can stress our hormones out just as much as not exercising. <laughs> totally makes sense. Yeah. So like if I were running, you know, 10 miles a day, that's probably a little much, right? Yeah. Yes. And then um, really restricting our diets can sometimes do 
can cause, not saying that you shouldn't restrict your diets at some points, but people who do it constantly, um, juicing yes. is a huge one. Juicing, and cleansing, things cleansing, like that. Yeah. People who do it like, like every other, other month or even every month, like once a month they do it, um, can really put stress on your, um, adrenals, even if, um, sometimes if you don't even realize you're going in adrenal fatigue and then you juice or something can actually push you further into the um, adrenal fatigue. Okay. So like the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, if someone has too much caffeine, some people will think that, well, I'm tired. I need that caffeine. But it can also reverse the effects because that's why you have that crash. You're like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And then I'm like, then you're like, no, I'm, I'm not. not. <laughs> so I'm so bad. <laughs> yeah, those can cause um, really heavy sh- and just everyday stress. Like you said, the moving can be a huge effect on you. There's like moving, um, moving away from family, uh, moving towards family, moving towards family to some, <laughs> um, and then a death in a family or hu- like huge stresses on us. And people think that they just need to cover it up with something else or that they don't need to deal with it too. But those can be huge stresses on us. Yeah. And, and something else that I have, so I've had, I've had at least four major episodes of adrenal fatigue. I mean, to the point where I like, I can't get out of bed kind of stuff. Um, but I, you know, I didn't recognize it at the time. Now I totally see what I was doing to myself. Um, but one of the big things that I see too, um, is, and I had this myself, so I did fitness competitions for a few years. And after the show, you know, in the, in the fitness sport, if you want to call it that, um, it it was known as like post show. Oh, she had a really bad post show. And that just meant that like she gained a bunch of weight after she had dieted and worked out so hard for this competition. And I mean, you could see why, um, now as we're talking about this, like I, I see it in this, the, um, Spartan race world too, um, in, people who, uh, especially like brides, because you're, you know, you're planning, planning, planning. So, um, do you see this on a regular basis? Like, is this something people should watch out for, for adrenal fatigue? I mean, you know, whether you're physically or mentally pushing yourself, like, do you, do you have clients that come see you after a big event or should, <laughs> should come see you? They probably should. <laughs> or yeah. even before, like if you have a big event coming up, you can prevent the, um, actual, will help your adrenals by yeah. herbs and supplements to help them just start functioning and just supporting them basically so you can handle that stress. So, yeah. yeah. So now what if somebody – I did I did say that we were going to talk about how to fix ourselves. Um, <laughs> so what if somebody does find themselves in a state of adrenal fatigue? Um, you know, is that something that they can just fix on their own? Is it something that you know, might be expedited if they come see you. Um, I know for me, I did see a doctor. It still took me months. So you just have to be patient too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what, um, what about somebody who's trying to fix it on their own? Okay. So trying to fix it on your own, I, I would recommend you go and see some, a naturopathic or, um, some Western medicine don't understand their, the adrenal fatigue or they don't want to, I don't know, but, um, that's a different <laughs> topic. Right, right. So, but, so yeah, I've heard that from clients where they're like, oh, my, my regular um, physician just doesn't even acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if they're not going to acknowledge it, first yeah. find a doctor that 
that acknowledges will. Yeah. it <laughs> and understands it, right? Yeah. So um, I wouldn't recommend you treating it on your own and trying to find. Unfortunately, the Google doctor isn't always right. Um, I actually just saw an article online that I think the Washington Post posted, but I'm not 100% on the, the reference. But mm-hmm. um, he's they said, like, compared Google Doc to actual doctors. <laughs> and they said, like, 98% the doctor's right, but 32% Google Doc is right. So wow. that's, like, the comparison for, between it. Um, and so, like, internet... All the stuff out there is not always trustworthy, and so you want to um, make sure you go see someone. And just talking to someone, and my visit takes, the first visit is an hour and a half, just so I can get to know you and get to know what's going on with you and get to the root cause of your issue. Um, Another thing that's you don't want to treat yourself, one reason is that a lot of the supplements that are online now – there has been studies on this too that people on Amazon especially actually come in, buy the supplements, and then they go home and change what there actually are in them. Oh, yeah. So they <laughs> – Yeah, and there's no regulation on there are it, no right? regulations. So, yeah, so the, I haven't heard of that. I've yeah. heard of like the supplement companies not actually like really keeping their quality oh, control yeah. under, you know, mm-hmm. under wraps. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, so so you just change it out. And like, so you just took vitamin C. You just paid like $80 a bottle for some vitamin C. Yeah. <laughs> but it might not have been vitamin C. Right, right. No, I mean like maybe they changed it out with yeah. something else. Like, Or you, like you said, the um, bigger, some of the companies that are on the shelves at most stores now, they're not what they, they put different stuff in there. Um, yeah. Some uh, multivitamins even have found trace of aluminum in there. So it's like. <laughs> You're not really your heavy metal dose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so um, going to a naturopathic doctor or a, another doctor will actually help prevent those things from happening because what we want you to do is get better, not worse, and be putting good things in your body. And so um, I know I meet with the reps and companies all the time to make sure and research their products and really kind of go through every little detail that's in there and make sure it's also a higher dose so that it can be effective. Yeah, yeah. And and bioavailability too, right? Like a lot of the stuff that you see on the on the uh, regular grocery store shelves, like it, it's synthetically produced. It's not actually bioavailable to your yeah. body at all. Yes. <laughs> like it could even do more damage, right? Yes. <laughs> no thanks. I've had enough. I've done enough damage to myself <laughs> with the stress. Oh man. So let's talk a little bit about the working out part. Um, I do have, I actually have several clients that come to me now because, um, you know, they've been suffering from adrenal fatigue, burnout, um, what, what they think is like, they're going crazy. It makes, it feels like you're going crazy. I thought mine was major depressive disorder, um, had been diagnosed with it and treated for it. I mean, really like it was just time in bed that, that got me like back on my feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, like once you've had this diagnosis, you've experienced this, um, especially if you put yourself into this through over exercising. Now, you know, you need to exercise it makes you feel good. It's healthy, but how much is too much? What do you even do at this point? So, so as a doctor, like, what do you like to see your clients doing, um, on their road to recovery? Rest. <laughs> awesome. Okay. 
<laughs> rest and get the nutrients that they need and herbal support. So just our body has the innate, innate ability to heal itself. Mm-hmm. We just sometimes need that extra rest and extra push through the supplements. So yeah. um, those are huge things. And like you said, you do need to exercise, but it's just while you're exercising, just listen to your body and we have to be in tune with our bodies, so because it tells us when to rest before, it does. But it we does. just have to listen to it. I know, right? We like to override it a lot of times, and and it's tough though, because like you know, like I said, I mean, I'm in the fitness industry. I see these things all the time, and and it's always a fine line between like how much do you motivate your clients mm-hmm. to reach for their goals and push harder, and at what point do you tell them like, no, you're gonna you're gonna do much better if you back off, if you just you just need to chill out. Yeah. So when those symptoms like start occurring of I'm really in fatigue and they also can start reversing, like they're working out all the time, but they're still gaining weight mm-hmm. can be a big sign that you just need to maybe rest because your body starts stressing out and thinking it needs more of everything. And right. so <laughs> it because starts holding on to that fat too. <laughs> yeah. It's because it's like famine fat, right? Yeah. Like, oh my God. Because like our bodies are like, oh, we used to go into these states of famine when mm-hmm. stress was high and now stress is high. We must be in a state of famine. Yeah. We won't be at yeah. this point. And <laughs> since it's cold and flu season, like a good thing to point out is when it's, when you get a cold sometimes, it's time to rest. Oh, that's yeah. an excellent point. Yeah, exactly. Like when I ended up completely <laughs> sick and you were like, and here do all of these home remedies, which was awesome by the way. But I knew that that was my adrenals. I knew I was just pushing it too hard, yeah. traveling too much, not sleeping enough. Um, you know, even though I'm very conscientious of my exercise, I had done too many races in a row. So yeah, you're right. So sickness, like we, a lot of times I hear clients get very frustrated with their illnesses. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sick again. But really that's a sign, right? Yeah, that's a sign. We have to listen to our bodies. A cold is, um, there's a lot of things, of course, that you can do for herbs and to help prevent a cold because you can't get it contagiously. But also, if you're getting a cold, it's your body can't help fighting the immune system. Your immune system's not going up to fight it. So you just need to really listen to your body and rest. Yeah. Yeah. And I like your remedy of um, of the socks because, I mean, whenever you have like wet, white, or wet cold socks yes. and warm wool socks, like you have to lay down because you're not going anywhere. Yes. You are supposed to lay down and rest during this. <laughs> so it's not really the socks, it's the rest. <laughs> well, the socks <laughs> are supposed to help move everything around. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so since we're talking about that, what um, can you just tell us real quick what that was that you recommended? I thought it was really interesting. So it's called the wet sock treatment. And so basics are you put really cold socks on before bed and then um, put wool socks on top of them mm-hmm. and then run to your bed and get underneath your blankets. And basically while you're sleeping, you're warming up your socks. And so it's moving your lymphatic system, your blood flow, um, all those juices that we need our immune system uses to fight the uh, cold for. And so you do that for like three days and it just every night. And so you're resting, you're moving the lymphatics and stuff. So yeah, that's how it works. It's called hydrotherapy. So it's a form of hydrotherapy. Okay. Yeah. That's super cool. It's just one that you can take home with you so you don't have to see people. (laughs) Yeah, because the last thing I want to do when I'm sick is see people. <laughs> yeah, so um, let's go. We've covered so much valuable information here. Um, I do want to ask you too. So, 
What else, um, if you could just boil it down to one thing that you would like the listeners to take away from our time together, what would that one thing be? So based on our theme would be rest and recovery. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. It's great because, you know, I mean, like I said, the the fitness world and, and all the fitness magazines and things like that, rest is not sexy. Rest doesn't sell. Recovery just is not the same as like, here's the most recent killer workout, you know? Yeah. Like it's just not. Yeah. Um, but it and and you know, the naturopathic doctor just said it. <laughs> it is the most important um point of all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So if somebody happens to be lucky enough to be in the San Diego area, um, how could they contact you? Um, I mean, these tests are not like any other tests that, you know, a regular doctor would do. I think it gives a lot of insight into basically the programming of your body, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's like a computer program for your body is what your (laughs) hormones are. Yeah. Um, so yeah. How would somebody find more information about you? So you can go to my Facebook, which is Brandy McGill ND. Um, it's really simple. Awesome. <laughs> and I'll then, put that link in there. Um, you can also find I do if uh, Instagram and then uh, hopefully I'm gonna get my own website at the end of this month or November is my goal. Even though the end of this month is like no. Monday, so <laughs> that might be pushing it. I gotta rest and recover. <laughs> right? This is how problems start. <laughs> But for now, you're on the manageyourage.com website, right? Okay, cool. And I'll put all that in the show notes too. Like I said before, I have so much respect for what you do and how you do it. Um, You know, I've known many people who have been treated, and doctors are really smart, so please don't take it like doctors don't know what they're doing, but I just have uh, have seen a lot of people being treated for symptoms, um, you know, being just like put on birth control pills whenever all of a sudden they have female issues, and the birth control pills Mm -hmm. aren't actually solving it, right? Like they're just kind of masking it. Yeah. On that topic too, another thing I see a lot of is acne. Um, oh yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, I'll just, I'm gonna put this in like yeah, like a, like the PS notes. Go ahead. So acne is they give a lot for birth control for that or um, an antibiotic which does more gut issues. And acne can be a sign of gut issue, but it can also be hormone imbalances, which hormone imbalances could bleed from gut issues too. So right, right. So, so it's um, totally connected. So it all is connected. Yeah, our skin is for like eczema, psoriasis, and stuff like that, our skin is just another big detoxification organ. So we hear a lot about our liver, that our skin is, or what's going on inside sometimes comes out on our skin just because it wants out, basically. So it's trying to eliminate them. So acne, eczema, those all can be, there could be another cause that's causing the issue. So. Okay. Yeah. And then, so one more thing about gut health then, um, I actually, my client asked which probiotics are best, liquid, um, refrigerated, what's your take on probiotics? Okay. So probiotics, there's a lot of different things. So some people say take it before bed because that's the best time or take it with food. Um, really you can take them. I think you should take them anytime as long as you get them in your system. Okay. Um, the Cold one, like I do recommend usually a cold one to keep it um, refrigerated. But when someone's traveling, I give them a one that's not refrigerated. Okay. So it's based on really there's all of those 
little bacteria that's on the back of the bottle, they are they have like this whole system of research on basically what those little bacteria treat. So if you have something, um, like the first thing that pops in my head because I guess I'm a women's health doctor is bacteriophaginosis. Yeah, there is a specific bacteria, but probiotic that actually helps prevent those or helps fight that more. Awesome. So it kind of depends on what you have and. So which one you need. So which one you need. So like, so that's, I mean, that's a great example. Um, I guess another one, since the client keeps, uh, that asked me the question, she uh, has a lot of issues with her adrenals. Is there a specific um, probiotic that might help with uh, helping to heal your adrenals? Um, Honestly, there's one that doesn't pop in my head, but a good, just basic ones are the lactobacillus and the... um, Bifido, um, I can't think of the last part right now, but um, I don't even know how to pronounce any of them. I'm so sure we'll just put these. Those in the are show the notes. yeah, those are the most um, common ones. Okay, so the ones that you will find anywhere. But like I said before, it's one of those things that you really should just see a doctor for. Yeah, because that way we can figure out really why exactly your adrenals what you're keep fa- failing too. Right. <laughs> because it can be something with your health too that's causing the adrenal fatigue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a great point. And, and, uh, you know, I like, I'm so glad we covered that, like the, you know, trying to fix yourself for something like this through, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's great to be educated, but it's, it, you can't always just fix it yourself. Yeah. So, Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciated this. It was so much fun. Obviously, we could have just like talked for hours, but yeah. you know, somebody has to treat patients. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Yeah. We'll totally talk about the epigenetics thing another time. <laughs> and that's going to be a whole other episode. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. <laughs>